you know what that music means. It's time for everyone listening to learn something, to learn something very important. That's right. This is the Seven Questions Podcast with Craig and Dustin. Want to mention that the following audio content is licensed to MGT Media Consortium. This is a corporate subsidiary of Cyberdyne Telecom, and that is property of the Sir Francis Drake Global Network of Companies. Seven questions. Craig, my co-host, how you doing? Doing very good, Dustin. Really excited about today's show. I am too. Craig, a couple things. Uh, things are changing rapidly. The show is evolving. Uh, our listenership mm-hmm. is through the roof. Uh, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of downloads now, closing in on a million downloads wow. in the last episode, Craig. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, also, we, we do now have a, uh, an official hotline, um, and that number I'm going to mm. throw out there is uh, 831- 515-6886. And that is our hotline. Of course, we're streaming the show live. Um, it will be on all the major podcast uh, platforms. So if you want to call in um, at any time, please do. We might answer. We might not. If we don't, just leave a message and we'll get back to you. To get started here, good Craig. To have the listeners, uh, good to have the listeners being able to participate sort of you know, live as it happens. I like that. And we'll see. We'll see if it happens today. We'll see if anyone calls in. You never know. You never know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's get started here, Craig. Um, we've got three new sponsors. Uh, all three are, are you know, appear to be fantastic companies. And we're actually going to do a new segment here um, called the Sponsor Spotlight. We'll dig deep um, on one of these new products because it might be one that you have not heard of. Maybe you've seen, but mm-hmm. haven't, haven't necessarily heard all the details about it. So we're going to get into that one a little bit of depth. That's going to be our third sponsor. But let's get started with uh, North K Farms. Uh, great to be sponsored by a farm. And that's out in Pixley, California. North K Farms oh, yeah. produces the finest safflower oil from fine, fresh safflower that's handpicked by Hank and Mike Carlisle. Uh, they also produce the finest cotton jeans from homegrown fine Akela cotton. Find both these products at either Beano's or Johnson's department store or online at NorthKFarms.com. North K Farms, clothing and lubing America, one person at a time. Mention this ad and receive a pair of stretchy denim socks at wholesale cost. That's $8, Craig, for any show listener. North K Farms, only the finest. Craig, do you have? Wow, a they could have sponsored. Yeah, they could have sponsored anyone, and they and they partnered with us. We are the only podcast that features North K Farms, and that's a privilege. Oh, wow, I'm so so glad to have them on board. Craig, do you use safflower oil for anything? Absolutely not. But I am uh, now probably going to start looking for recipes that call for it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll find those on their website. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let, let's let's move on. Um, the next sponsor, uh, this is one that's very timely. We know that real estate costs are through the roof, especially uh, impacted our college students, Craig. It's hard to find a place to oh, live yeah. during college. It's, it's expensive. So so for, for those needs, call Brock's Broom Closets. Um, Brock's uh, Broom Closets will provide extra room for one to three additional people, depending on size and can occupy a home or any other dwelling. 
You can split the cost mm. of the Brock's broom closet and easily recoup your money. After that, it's all gravy. Brock's broom closets, pack them tight. Mention this ad and receive for free an additional one foot by one foot addition to your next broom closet add-on. Brock's, don't be a victim of rising real estate prices. Brock's, pack them tight. Craig, have you ever lived in a broom closet? You know, I was just going to say, this really sounds like a way to fight back. If, if, if nothing else, this is a way to fight back against rising real estate costs. And, and how fortunate are we to have them advertising on the podcast? Yeah, huge thanks to Brock's. Please uh, pay, pay, them, pay them your business um, if you need to pack any more people into your home or any other dwelling. Brock's Broom Closets. Craig, thank you, Brock. Thank you, Brock. I'm excited about this one. We're going to get into what's called uh, uh, our sponsor spotlight segment. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read uh, oh, yeah. just a short blurb, and then we're going to kind of get into some of the details here because I, I think we're both uh, passionate about this one. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been to the mall or a theme park or maybe the county fair with a child or adult that is unruly, maybe a slow walker and needs to stay put for a variety of reasons in a safe, comfortable place that does not allow for movement of any kind and also ensures that your loved one will be there when expected when you return? If you've answered yes or maybe to any of the aforementioned questions, then Tender Mercy's restraint system is exactly what you need. This is how Tender Mercy works. Imagine, in a row, similar to lockers, a series of individual restraint systems that are mounted to the wall of your favorite public place. You then secure Mm -hmm. them, them being your loved one, with lamb's wool-covered ankle, head, wrist, and midsection restraints to an individual rack. After that, use Tender Mercy's patented gentle lift technology to lift your loved one off the ground 12 to 36 inches, depending on your preference. Then you can go on your merry way with confidence that your loved one will be exactly where you left them when you return. Pay by the hour or subscribe to Tender Mercy's fixed in place plan and save. Imagine the freedom. Imagine the peace of mind and the feeling of walking at whatever pace you choose. Choose Tender Mercies. Mention this ad and receive a free upgrade to a mouth gag. That way, when you walk away, your loved one who's restrained won't scream your name, and that equals no guilt. Tender Mercies. Oh, wow. Secure freedom. Find us at your local mall, theme park, or concert venue. Tender Mercies. Craig, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Tender Mercies? I believe we talked about this, and you've seen a couple of these systems set up at, at some public establishments. Am I wrong? Uh, actually, uh, my wife and I saw several of them last month. I know that they're out as, as on a trial basis right now. We didn't even know what they were. But last month, uh, we drove from Bakersfield to Oregon and back. So we drove most of the length of the state of California. And at some of these, you know, in in some of the larger cities, we were seeing these these Tender Mercies uh, systems uh, mounted, uh, uh, installed at uh, places like, for instance, bowling alleys. Mm. Uh, Saw one one at a Walmart. Uh, Saw one in Redding uh, out in the parking lot of of a miniature golf course. And when we first pulled up, uh, we pulled into the Walmart there in Willows, California. Uh, I didn't really, 
know what I was looking at. It looked like like a row of lockers, like at high school, for instance, in in, in the hall, the lockers. Uh-huh. Well, as we got closer, uh, I could see that instead of lockers, these were individual canvas strap harness things uh-huh. that were attached to these attached with chains to these telescoping poles that mm. that protruded out of it out of this locker structure thing still wasn't sure what i was looking at and we saw a you know attractive young lady kind of a typical soccer mom a walk up to this thing with an elderly woman maybe her mother maybe her grandmother mm-hmm. but took the lady's walker, folded it up, leaned it up against the wall, and went ahead and put her in this, this harness. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we, she was feeding money into a thing like you would at a, a parking meter or a you know, washing machine at the laundromat. And then there were, there were two buttons. There was one with an arrow pointing up and one with an arrow pointing down. Mm-hmm. And when she had the lady secured in the canvas, harness and put the money in she pushed that up button and you saw this lady getting lifted off the ground i think she was lifted up a good maybe three feet off the ground Hmm. well uh as she's suspended there hanging there then this lady just selects her selects her uh her grocery cart and goes in the store and goes about her busy her busy shopping day and the mom walking past this Yes. This this was at a Walmart. Yeah. Hmm. Um, when So we walked past the whole row of these things and saw that there were some, some of them had like children that looked like possibly a disabled child was in one of them. There were some other elderly people in a few more. It's just hanging there or suspended, I guess would be the right uh, word to use. Yeah. Um, and when we left the store, we saw this same lady and she went back to the to the the harness the lift the tender mercy hits the down button yeah the tender mercy's harness hits the down button it lowers this elderly lady down and she releases her you know un, unhooks releases her out of the harness hmm. hands her back her walker and they just went on about their business and boy Kathy my wife says wow this is great yeah. Think of the peace of mind that this this lady has to be able to walk through the store at her own pace. Yeah, uh, you know, go, you know, instead of worrying uh, about this or being really at all concerned about this elderly relative, just you know, go about her her, her shopping experience at her own pace and just kind of enjoy that experience a little bit more. Sure. And we noticed that everybody that was releasing the people from the harnesses as they were leaving the store, everybody just looked so happy. And, and, uh, you know, there's just like an absence of stress and worry. Yeah. Uh, it really seemed to be an innovative, I, I guess it's both a product and a service, isn't it? It sounds like it. It sounds like it. It, it, yeah. it, it sounds like it can be, um, according to what you saw, you know, people were pretty happy, um, getting out of the tender. Oh, yeah. It allowed them to shop in a much a more stress-free way so oh you know what craig i'm this is amazing uh it looks like we have a call into uh into the show from the hotline let me let me go ahead and uh, oh, okay. and put the caller on this we actually have a live call hello the uh okay. seven questions podcast 
You got a caller? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Craig and Dustin. Uh, this is uh, Skippy, longtime listener, first time caller. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Skippy. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Yeah, uh, so we get your broadcast here on uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, shout out to my Bearcats. Um, look, uh, I hate to do this on my first call, you guys, but uh, I'm kind of calling with a complaint. Um, now, a little bit about, about me. After I left uh, the Worldwide Cock Buddy Association of Ohio, uh, which is WACO for short, I, I decided to parlay my skill set into a little something more gratifying by mm-hmm. working with the elderly. Sure. Um, anyway, this yeah. brings my point, fellas. Uh-huh. I'm just so outraged with your sponsor, uh, Tender Mercy's restraint system with their patented mm-hmm. genetic lift technology. Uh, I'll tell you right now, there's there's nothing gentle about it. Um, uh, like I said, I, I've worked with the wrinkled for years, and um, oh. it just makes me so GD mad, you guys, uh, that there's a company like Tender Mercy's out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how cruel and heartless but there's a company that condones the strapping of the elderly or severely disabled into harnesses outside shopping malls, movie theaters, theme mm. parks. I mean, look, if you have an wow. disabled loved one, I don't know. How about not bring them to the mall or to ride roller coasters? Yeah. Um, I mean, at the very least, have the decency to mobilize them. I mean, that's what wheelchairs are for, little red wagons, straps and rollerblades on. Oh, have fun with it. Oh, boy. I mean, we we used to oh put a hop hop on three skateboards that we duct uh, duct tape together and we hot glued a bungee cord to drag him around kind of like a human pole toy. I mean, he loved it. Anyway, look, all I'm saying is anything beats the degrading experience of tote checking your loved one into this S and M adult diaper apparatus, just leaving them hanging on the wall, flapping in the breeze until you're ready to leave. But sure. uh, I, I, I'm just sorry, you guys. I, I get so fired up. It just really. It burns my brisket. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Anyway, I'd love your feedback and I'll I'll take my thoughts off the air. Well, thank you for for calling Skippy. And and like we said before, Craig, you know, any call is a good call. Any email is a good email. Any question is a good question. Craig, why don't you, why don't you, do you want to share any thoughts about this? Of course, you know, we're just representing a sponsor here. Anything you want to say to to Skippy from Cincinnati? What was, what was the caller's name? Skippy? Skippy. Yeah. So, uh, Dustin, uh, it seems like our listeners maybe aren't listening. It's called tender mercies, not medieval torture. Mm-hmm. And Skippy, uh, you know, thanks for the call, and, I, and, I, and I'm glad you're listening off the air. But, you know, I'd like to be standing outside the grocery store. When you come walking out with your, with your cart full of groceries, Mm-hmm. And your elderly relative is is in the parking lot. As you step outside with your shopping cart, you hear the squealing of tires on the asphalt, the screeching of brakes, and the sickening thud of that elderly relative of yours getting hit by a car. That's traveling at a great rate of speed. You look up and see that elderly relative, maybe a grandmother, cartwheeling through the air and only coming to rest when she when she slammed into a light post. Oh. At that moment, when the horror of what you've just seen, when you begin to realize that you look to your right and there behind you is an empty tender mercies harness that you didn't use then i'd like to have you tell me what's barbaric and what is ill treatment of the elderly at that point i'd like for you to tell me a little something 
about barbarism, Skippy. Yeah. That's fair, Craig. That's and, fair. And one more, one more thing. You know, let, let, let's, let's look at the, uh, the goal of tender mercies here, mm-hmm. the, the, the business model. What about, for instance, you know, think of, think of dad, think of, think of, of, of your dad, maybe your uncle, maybe you've got a father figure in your life. And this gentleman, you know, likes to go bowling, but he hasn't been bowling in a while because he's got some, 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 some unruly trial, some out of control brat kid. Mm-hmm. And when he's at the bowling alley, the kid's running around in the arcade, he's making noise. He's, he's being a disruption, but now dad shows up at the bowling alley. He puts the kid in the tender mercies harness. Mm-hmm. He goes in, it's bowling league night. You know, with that kid out there hung up in the harness, maybe he bowls an extra couple games. Maybe he spends a little more time in the bar drinking than he normally would. Maybe he spends a little more mon- money and time. Maybe he's buying rounds for his friends that mm-hmm. he wouldn't normally do with that kid running around. Sure. And so it's, is, is that helping the economy? Yes, it is. Is that giving dad some freedom that he didn't otherwise have? Yes, it is. So he's done in the bar. He's bowled, a, a, maybe spent an extra couple hours in the bowling alley that he wouldn't normally have spent. He comes outside and right outside that main entrance, convenient for everybody, especially dad. Right outside that main entrance, there's the kid suspended in the harness. He hits the down button, lowers him down, and they go, you know, about the rest of their day or, or evening. You ever think about that? What about dad? It's, the way you sum that up is just perfect. There's obviously many, many benefits of the tender mercies. Yeah. And um, I, I would encourage Skippy to rethink everything he just said. And if he sees a tender mercies to maybe give it a try and see how he feels afterwards. Cause seeing yeah. giving with tender mercies. You'd rather have some out of control brat that you could have him suspended outside that say the entrance to the mall. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could be out there hung up in, a, in, in the harness, but you'd rather have him scrambling over the counter, trying to jump into the deep fryer in the food court. Wow. Thanks Skippy. Right. Boy, that's, that really blesses everybody's day. You know, to have some out of control brat kid like that, you know, running around underneath the tables, screeching, screaming. The, the last time that happened, I was, I was, it was right here at the Valley Plaza uh, mall in, in Bakersfield. And I know you remember that place, Dustin. I do. Okay. This was, this was going on in the food court. And I'm going to tell you, as I'm sitting here right now, I wanted to grab this kid by the throat. No oh boy. And I wanted to literally throw him through a plate glass window. <laughs> I wanted to grab him. And I could have done this with one hand, like the undertaker in the WWE. I wanted to grab him by the throat and lift him off the ground. But instead of choke slamming this kid, I wanted to literally throw him through a plate glass window. It, it sounds like and that was much before tender mercies. I think I know where you're going. With so, it. so yeah. nobody happier than me to see these tender mercies restraint systems outside uh, the, the, the entrance to these shopping malls, these bowling alleys, these miniature golf courses. You're not going to get some, some, let's just say for instance, retarded kid in a protective helmet. You're not going to give him a golf club oh boy. at, at the miniature golf course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you could have him in the harness in the parking lot, 
The rest of the family goes in. Maybe they spend a little extra time in the arcade that they wouldn't normally spend. Maybe they play a few extra rounds of golf, spend an extra three, four hours there that they wouldn't have normally spent as a family mm-hmm. because you've got the kid with the golf club. And, you, you know, that's unsafe for everyone. In the meantime, he's in the parking lot, hung up in the, uh, in, in the harness, suspended in the tender mercies harness. And then, wow, it's better for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's happier. Yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think we've, uh, I think we've explored. This has been to me a very successful sponsor spotlight segment. I think everyone understands the application of tender mercies and just give it a shot. Amen. It's all we ask you here. And let me that. say, let me just say one thing. And I mean this from the heart. Thank you. Tender mercies. Yeah. Well, on behalf of Tender Mercies, you're welcome, Craig. Let's get into the questions. All what right. do you say? We've, we've got some good ones here. And what's hap- What's starting to happen here, Craig, is people are starting to open up. They're starting to get really oh, vulnerable good. with us. And so what we want to do is we want to respect uh, the level of sincerity of these questions that are coming in, and we want to see if we can help. Let, let's start with question one from Lance. Lance writes, oh. hey, guys, love your show. I'm a bartender at the Lazy Days Saloon in Romeo, Kentucky. I work the day shift and I see the same people every day, alcoholics. One lady, a very haggard and wretched 50-something, let's call her subject A, can be a very challenging customer. Sometimes she's okay. At other times, she's cussing, screaming, throwing darts, puking, fighting, throwing condoms everywhere, just the worst. Sounds like a perfect candidate for tender mercies. Last week, on Wednesday, outside the bar. Yeah, they do. They need one outside the lazy days. Last week on hunt day, subject A was really feeling it. I had just had a fight with my girlfriend and was no mood for this behavior. At a moment of weakness, I yelled to subject A, hey, cut the shit nine mile. The bar became incredibly quiet instantly. Everyone stopped what they were doing and began staring at me. Next, one patron says, let's call him subject B. Hey, Lance. What does it mean when you refer to someone as nine mile? Lance says he looked around and had about 15 pairs of eyes glued on him. It seemed that no one had ever heard this term. So he explained. He says, I called her nine mile because her face looks like she'd just been dragged down nine miles of gravel road. Yikes. Yikes. Every jaw hit the floor and the silence continued. Honestly, I don't think it was that big of a deal, but all the patrons disagreed. They grabbed me and threw me out by my shirt. They 86 me permanently and told me to never come back. Questions for the show. Should I lawyer up? Calling someone nine mile is no biggie, right? Question mark. Thanks in advance for your feedback. Lance, age 29. Craig, what do you think about what's going on here? What the hell is going? He's the bartender and he's getting 86 out of the bar. Is that what I'm understanding here? Apparently the. Patrons took offense to the term nine mile, which I had not heard before just now. Well, I would say he was going pretty easy on her because it sounds like to even look at this person uh, for, for, for more than 30 seconds would have that would have Lance. I mean, he, he'd be vomiting in a sink. Uh, and yet he serves her drinks. You know, he serves her drinks. He does his job as a bartender. He'd got to look at this. You know, the site that would 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 literally probably uh, stop your heartbeat, mm-hmm. and and yet 
as, as a dutiful bartender, he's pouring her drinks. Uh, he's, uh, he's even tolerating a certain amount of extreme behavior. Yes. And, uh, uh, Lance, you went a lot softer than I would have on this, on this witch. Um, uh, it's clearly she's the one that should have been thrown out of the bar. Um, you, 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 if, if, if you're the bar owner is not going to back you up, um, we can't help you. If it was, if we own the bar, Oh, we'd be behind you a hundred percent Lance. Yeah. Um, it, it would, you'd have a blank check really is essentially to call any customer, anything you wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with our approval. Yeah. Well, there you a very yeah. bizarre hearing that a bartender gets 86 out of the place that he works. Well, it happened. It happened right there in Romeo, Kentucky, Craig. Um, and I think the message to Lance is if we owned a bar, we would have your back 100%, Lance. But we're not going to give you any advice on whether you should retain a lawyer. That's totally up to you. Is calling someone nine miles. There's got to be more. There's got to be more places to work than just this joint. Has to uh, there's got to be a lot more places in Romeo, Kentucky that a, that a, bar, a good a good experienced bartender can, can stand up and do what he's paid to do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe go find another job, Lance. Best of luck to you, buddy. Best. All right. All right. Let's, let's move on here, Craig. We got someone who again is just being very, very open and vulnerable. Um, A a relationship question. We've got quite a few of these. Um, Let's dig into this one a little bit. Uh, Hello, Mm -hmm. Greg and Justin. Well, (laughs) close. Mm. Uh, My name is Harpreet and I need help. I've been married for 12 years and my wife is now very angry with me. You see, I work in the tech field in Austin, Texas and work very long hours. My coworker, Daphne, oh boy, who sits next in the next cubicle over also works late and long hours. We have become friends. In fact, more than friends, we have become lovers. Recently, my wife came home early from a trip. I was in our bed with Daphne making sex when she came home. Yes. Greg and Justin, I got caught with a red weenie. My wife is angry and wants to leave me. She tells me over and over again that I am no good and worthless. What should I do? Harpreet, Austin, Texas. Craig, what do you think? Uh, Wow. Uh, Well, uh, first of all, you you probably have no idea uh, how close you came to being killed. Uh, same with your girlfriend. Uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised she didn't kill both of you. Um, yeah, if, if she had, uh, oftentimes that's called a crime of passion, and she's not going to get really, uh, you know, face any 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 real consequences for that mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a court of law. Uh, she 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 pulls a gun out and and kills you both while you're having sex uh, in her bed. And uh, Harpreet, that's that's a crime of passion. She's good. You're dead. Um, I think you, you cut your losses and, and just, uh, you, you, you need to leave the marriage, mm-hmm. uh, apologizing isn't going to help. Um, you, 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 you probably came with, within just a, a matter of seconds of, of having your brains blown out during yeah. sex. It sounds like, and, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you blew it big time. Uh, and, uh, that's that's all I've got, Dustin. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, sounds like uh, we both just cut your losses, Harpreet, and move on. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, it doesn't get any better in, ter in terms of advice than that right there, Craig, you know, spot on as always. Well, uh, and we don't, we don't charge for this advice. Uh, the, 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 it's an open forum here. You yeah. Know? We yeah. want to keep it that way. Bring anything our way. Bring anything our way. Yes, sir. All right. Let's move on to the next one. This is question number three. Um, oh boy, this seems to happen. Hey, Madam Croker. Okay. All right. You appear to be in your early 40s. I am 53 years old. So when I was in Baghdad, you were still in your dad's bag. Best wishes, Ted, Cleveland, Ohio, 53 years old, huge fan of the show. Ted, I'm not sure if that's a question. I don't see a question mark here. It doesn't appear to be one. So, Craig, maybe we move on. Anything to say there to Ted in Cleveland? He's 53. Appears to be a real funny guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if, if you're still in Baghdad, um, we wouldn't encourage you to, to make plans to leave anytime soon. Yeah, it's a little tough to get out of there right now. A little tough. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of outbound flights. Um, best of luck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, if, if you guys want, typically we answer questions on the show. Um, statements about you being in Baghdad and me and my dad's bag. Not not a lot of value for the other listeners. But uh, like we always say, just keep keep bringing it. Uh, we do have some questions here. Uh, Craig, and this is one I think is gonna gonna be right in your wheelhouse. This comes from okay. Rental. Rental Jones writes, Jerry and Ted, not even close. I'm an independent mm. 76 year old mid sized farmer in Button Willow, California. Craig, you know Button Willow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice little town. I have had the damnedest. Good to have a good to have a listener there. It is. It's a small town. So, uh, so yeah, maybe word will spread and we'll get a lot of folks from that area. It's a nice little town. Sure. sure. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Wrenchel writes that he's had the damnedest time with one of his sons for his whole life. Recently, I decided I had enough and now I come to you so that I can notify him right here on your show because he is a huge fan of yours and won't shut up about your stupid ass podcast. Ah, boy. Oh, Jerry and Ted said this. Oh, Jerry and Ted are sponsored by this hot dog man and lemonade discounts. Blah, blah, blah. I digress. You see, my youngest son, Clyde, age 53, just cannot get it together. One thing after another. He was caught stealing a billy goat from old man McCaskill, a DUI on a horse outside the Shafter Motel. And now he just traded one of my loads of hay for a two-bit flea-ridden flea -ridden horse named Lips. I mean, Lips? Who names a horse, horse lips? I'm cutting you off, Clyde. No more. No moss. Clyde, you, you are out and find work somewhere else. I want lips out of the corral too. Your dad, Rental Jones. I, I mean, there is one question in here, Craig, and that is, who would name a horse lips? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I, I said earlier, it, it, was, it was nice to have a, a listener in Button Willow, but maybe not. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody like this idiot who, who obviously has some kind of an anger, anger problem. And, and I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not because his son didn't drive him to it, right. but, um, you don't take that you don't take that out on, on me. You don't take that on my, on, on, on my partner, Dustin here. You don't call us up. Uh, we, you can't even get our names right and decide that you're just going to vent. You don't, you don't call up or write in and think you're going to filibuster and get away with it. I, don't, I know where Button Willow is. 
Okay. I'm not that far away. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm not averse to showing up out there unannounced and having a few words with you. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, listen, just take that for what it's worth. And, uh, and, and, and keep that in mind next time you, you, you had this idea that you're going to you know, tell us the way things work. Yeah. Rental. Rental. Yeah. Who's should be hard to find a guy with a name like that. Yeah. Interesting. Someone's critiquing someone else about naming a horse lips when your name is rental. I mean, if I did seriously decide to track the guy down, that wouldn't be a difficult name. If, if you get my drip rental, you know, to, to locate you. Okay. But you don't call up here telling us, uh, you know, you don't, you don't uh, call up or write into the show thinking with the idea that you're going to run things. You don't run things here. No. So, you know, no, not even close, not even close. So let's, let's, let's mm -hmm. move on. No. Uh, Craig, this next one, uh, I read it before the show. I usually don't do that, but I did read this one and, uh, let's just say we're going to handle this tenderly. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Again, we, we've noticed a, a significant listenership from south of the border. A lot of, lot of, uh, lot of loyal fans and listeners um, from our neighbor to the south down in Mexico. And this, this question comes from Teodoro, who's down uh, near Tijuana. Teodoro writes, yes. Senor Dustin and Craig, my name is Teodoro. I live near mm -hmm. Tijuana, Mexico. To earn a living, mm -hmm. I have a small vegetable farm a few honeybee hives, and also breeds some of the strongest burros in Mexico. Something strange has been happening with my donkeys for a long time, so I come to you to see why strange things are happening. This all started about 20 years ago. One Friday, it was late afternoon, about 4 p.m. I was just relaxing on my front porch swing with my wife. My front porch overlooks the garden and the corral where my donkeys live. On this particular Friday afternoon, 20 years ago, for the first time of many, I saw four large, strong men in camouflage suits crawl into the corral with the donkeys, take three donkeys, lead them down the road, and then load them into a small trailer. My wife and I had been drinking cerveza since 11 a.m. that day, so we didn't have the energy to chase these men or say anything. We just watched them take our three donkeys. Next morning, Saturday, we woke up and realized what happened, but there was nothing we could do. There are no rules in Mexico. Well, the next day, which is now Sunday, something even more strange happened. The same four strong men in the same camouflage suits returned the donkeys to the corral. After returning the donkeys, they left sneakily crawling away before running down a dirt road and got in their van. I walked out to the corral to look at my three donkeys and see if they were okay. They seemed fine. <sighs> but I did notice that they smelled of cerveza, mota. They had glitter all over them, all over Craig and Dustin, glitter. And their pendejos were different, and they seemed very happy. This exact same thing has happened every weekend for the past 20 years, except for Cinco de Mayo weekend. What do you think is going on? Where do these, <laughs> where do these men take my donkey, and why glitter? Muchos gracias, Teodoro. Craig, that's all you. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is whatever you do, don't stop drinking. Uh, yeah. the, the, these, these morning, these morning cerveza sessions that you and your wife have on the front porch, I'm going to say good thing. Good thing. Uh, because the answer to whatever is going on with, with the animals could be so horrifying. 
that you, uh, you, you know, uh, that, that the, the, the drinking is, is, is going to, is, is going to maybe numb you to, to, to whatever horrifying answer, uh, that may, may be out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, the, 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 the marijuana, the, the, the beer smell, uh, the glitter, mm-hmm. did, uh, uh, boy, yeah. It, 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 was there ever a celebrity or a, maybe a musician, anyone that would have been known as the Mexican Liberace? <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, because if there was, if you had someone like a cultural figure, a celebrity, uh, a musician, maybe that might have been known as or or referred to as the Mexican Liberace. Uh, that may be a place to start uh, uh, your investigation. If there if there's someone that behaves like that, or or it gets in front of the TV camera and does that kind of thing, uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe there's someone like that could afford to hire people to 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 take the to take the animals and bring them back. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, so so yeah, boy, it's a, it's it's a horrifying thought. Uh, I'm about to have a beer myself just after hearing the question. Yeah. Uh, maybe several. Um, but, but you know, if you get my drift, uh, if there is any kind of celebrity or public figure that is known as or similar to the Mexican Liberace, yeah, might be your starting place to investigate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not touching that one with 10 football, Craig. Let's go on to the next oh, good. one. Let's go on to the next one. Yeah. This is from Waukegan in Duluth, Minnesota. Waukegan writes, Dustin and Craig, I am learning karate and I'm getting damn good. I'm an orange belt and I'm ready to use it on a bully in seventh grade. Should I start with a karate chop or a front kick or should I just scream in a pillow like my sissy sensei says? Thanks. Waukegan from Duluth, Minnesota. Craig, wow. uh, any, any experience with the uh, with the martial arts? Or could you advise Walt Keegan here on how he should handle a bully? Should he uh, just let it go and, and scream in the pillow? Assume he's going to get some of the uh, the pent up energy out. What do you think here? So it sounds like this kid's like a seventh grade student. Seventh grade student. What, seventh grade student. Maybe having some bully trouble, and he's in uh, going to be an orange belt soon. Yeah. Well, I'll say this, whatever you decide to do, uh, please have your friend's video recorded on their phones and send it into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because it sounds like it could potentially be very entertaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to watch uh, that Uh, no matter what happens. If you have success with that front kick or that body shot, or maybe if the bully, uh, you know, uh, body slams you Uh, either way, uh, we want to see it. Uh-huh. We like that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was just mentioning earlier uh, when we were doing the sponsor spotlight about possibly choke slamming a kid through a, a plate glass window. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so, so yes, yes, we, we, you know, we, we do, you know, kind of angle that way in our thoughts at times and uh, we'd like to see it. Okay. There you go. Walk. Yeah. Walk. Keegan out in Duluth, yeah. Minnesota. Kids confident too. He's an orange belt which I don't know. That seems like it's not a black belt or a brown belt. That those are about the only two I know other than the white belt. So he's somewhere okay. in between and he's yeah. very cocky and confident. 
Good for him. We don't condone violence here. So take that while Keegan keep listening to the show, support our sponsors. Uh, thank you for the question. And remember this, we don't have to condone it to enjoy it. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good point, Craig. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're, we're to our last question here. Um, this is a song uh, question about songs and music. And uh, let's see if we can help out Luther from Guapate, Honduras. Luther writes, hey, guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All over. Central, all over. Central America. Central uh, listeners in Central America. That's it. That's it. So he writes. How about the guys, seven questions show today? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're far, far reaching far and wide. Across, across this great blue world of ours. Hey guys, I don't care oh, if you yeah. read this or not, whatever. But if you, come on, you don't have to bring that attitude here. I don't care if you read this or not. How do, it's not the way to open. But if you do, I'd like an answer and I'm a huge fan of your show. Long time listener, first time caller. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Neil Armstrong, the astronaut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I love, I guess. Love, I love the classics. America, Cracklin' Rosie, I Am I Said, Song Sung Blue, Sweet Caroline. But my favorite song of Neil Armstrong's uh-huh. is Porcupine Pie. I told my family that mm. for Thanksgiving I'm going to make a porcupine pie. They told me right. that they would disown me and I'd no longer be part of the Puto family. Question is, what do I do? I want to make a porcupine pie really bad. Thanks, whatever, Luther Puto, age 42, Guapate, Honduras. I mean, Craig, what do you wow. think about, should he make the pie even if the family doesn't want it? I'll tell you right now that neither Dustin nor myself are going to try to stop you. Um, uh, you, you, you know, as, as a matter of fact, while you're baking that thing, you have the Neil Armstrong playing that full, full volume in the kitchen. Agreed. You know? Uh, yeah, you, you blast it loud and proud, and 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 bake that up. Yeah, uh, or don't. So how's that for uh, something? A, a question you don't care whether or not we answer, huh? Yeah, it's it's weird. He's like playing coy, you know. And I'm not sure if it's a culture barrier or what, but he's like, I don't care. Huge, huge fan. You know, it's just the right, way. right. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, let, let, let me let me uh, let me mention something to you that that just happened today. I sent you an email, mm-hmm. um, got a got an email with a photo attached from a listener mm-hmm. who was hiking at Mount St. Helens. Oh boy! Got a picture, a photo of the big of Steve, a Bigfoot Steve, yeah. and had been listening to the show. Sent sent me the picture. Uh, we're so used to seeing these grainy, out of focus photos of the Bigfoot, but the, but this one that this guy got was really, really. I mean, you can see detail on this thing. Yeah. I sent it to you for one reason, uh, Dustin, and mm-hmm. that is because uh, how how amazing it is, and how much the Bigfoot in real life actually looks like the way they depict them in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sort of hunched. Now, Steve looks a little, a little bit different. Yeah. Oh, it, it's amazing. In real life, you see this photo. It's, it's, it's attached to the email that I forwarded. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they look very much like the way they are depicted in Hollywood or these these so-called documentaries or even these movies or the Bigfoot uh, TV show. 
Um, Steve, I think, looks a little bit different, probably only because the first year or so of his life was spent in captivity. But other than that, he looks exactly Hmm. like you would think he would look. And uh, this is this photo is is uh, less than less than than 10 days old. So, you know, uh, number one, Steve's okay. He's still there. Uh-huh. And number two, he's he's obviously not camera shy. No. Well, that's, yeah, that's amazing, Craig. I want to make sure and share that along with uh, the link to this podcast on all of our social media platforms. So all these uh, loyal fans and listeners are going to, going to get to see that picture real soon. Real soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, Craig, I, I mean, you, you tell me. I feel like on a 10 out of 10 scale, I mean, there's we're at like a 15 in terms of of helping others. It's it's the impact. Well, if if this show didn't prove that to everyone, then we've failed, and yeah. we haven't failed. No, we haven't. We have folks. Be sure when you're out with your family, if you're going bowling, if you're going to the shopping mall, if you're going to the grocery store, if you're playing miniature golf. Be sure if you've got that elderly family member or that problem child, maybe that dis, uh, disabled child, make use of the Tender Mercies personal restraint system. Let our sponsors know you heard it here and hang that family member up in that canvas harness yeah. on the Tender Mercies personal restraint system. Yeah. And also don't forget North K Farms uh, denim jeans, stretchy socks and safflower oil and finally if you need some extra room for people in your house add on a brock's broom closet with that i'm going to give out the hotline number one more time that's 831-515-6886 thank you for tuning in craig has always been a lot of fun we'll talk to you soon thank you partner talk to you soon take care